Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 14, Ephesians 2 and 14. What a powerful verse of scripture this is. I want to do my best to unpackage it and unbox it in a way that it'll help you. The Bible says, for he is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us having abolished in his flesh the enmity even the law of commandments contained in ordinances for to make in himself of twain one new man so making peace that he might reconcile everybody say reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross having slain the enmity thereby and came and preached peace to you which were afar off and to them that were nigh for through him we both have access through him we both have access both Jew and Gentile by one spirit unto the Father Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord in whom ye also are built together for a habitation of God through the Spirit, that he might reconcile us unto God and that we would have access unto God. Then jumping to Colossians chapter 1 and verse 20. Colossians 1 and 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself, By him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. Tonight I want to preach to you on this thought, relationship rescue. Relationship rescue. Amen. Will you say that with me? Relationship rescue. Heavenly Father, we come before you today. We are so thankful for your word. God, we are thankful for your power. We totally depend upon you today. God, I'm asking you, Lord, to speak through us and in us. Let us, oh God, be, Lord, a vessel that the gift you have given may be served appropriately, Lord, and give you honor, I pray tonight, in Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody say amen. Amen. Relationship rescue. You can be seated. Not too long ago, a group of Boy Scouts decided to go on an excursion into a cave to explore 
the regions of a cave. I'll just be honest with you. I'm not a cave person. I've been to them, and when you've seen one, you've seen them all. I don't have to go back. I went to Carlsbad Caverns when I was a little boy. Don't need to see it again. Been to Mammoth Cave. Don't need to see it again. So for me, it bears no impression or no uh, excitement to go cave hunting. I just uh, That's just not my, my thing. But these young men, little boys, went on an excursion to go cave hunting. You know the story. And, and while they were in the cave, the tide came up and they got stranded inside of the cave. And so they were separated from their home, their families, and they could not get to each other because of that, that blockage or that, 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 that ugliness that was keeping them. And you remember the story of the rescue workers that went to save them and one of them even died diving underneath the water. Now, that's a whole different thing. I, that, that, you've got to be a little bit uh, uh, crazy to go diving underwater in a cave. But they did that to try to uh, save and rescue these boys. And, and you know the story that they actually had to, had to drug them to put them to sleep so they could get them out. And, and, and that in itself, I'm sure, was a, a, a horrible thing to think that the rescuers had to do, but they went to great lengths to save the boys because they were separated between home and their family, and, 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 and there was no way to get them there without an operation to rescue them. How many of you remember little Jessica that fell into the well and how we watched uh, uh, on TV the whole scenario and, and the hours that went by to reach down to get Jessica because she was separated from her parents in a well that they could not get to her. Or you remember the men that were uh, in the, in the uh, coal uh, uh, caverns or the, or the coal mines in Chile and how they had to drill to get to them in days and came very close to losing their life what was it? They were separated. They, they could not get out because of an obstacle. They could not come from the depths because of the debris that had kept them out. I want to tell you that there was a great gulf that separated me from my Lord. There was a chasm that I could not cross. There was a, a, a separation between me and God that I could not go to him. I could not reach him. But yet he decided to, to robe himself in flesh to come as man and take upon the form of man so that he could cross the gulf. A man as spirit he he did not come because he had already set the course in Genesis chapter 1 where he said man would have dominion and man would be the one that give access. It is man that gives the access to sin. It is man that gives the access to the enemy. But it is also man that gives the access to God. And when he robed himself in flesh, he had an access point. And that point was I'll go to where you go. I'll go and cross the the gulf. I'll go to the depths of, 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 of sin and I'll go where no one else can go so that I can re rescue you. I can save you. The Bible said he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Can I tell you, I didn't go to Jesus. Jesus came to me. 
Hallelujah. I, I didn't necessarily find Jesus. Jesus found me. I was lost and undone. You see, it is not a cavern that separated me. It is not a great gulf of, 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 of something that I cannot cross. The water's deep. That it, it, it was sin. Sin separated me. Sin parted me from my, my Savior. It was my anger, my bitterness. It was my lying and my cheating. It was my stealing. And anybody that has sinned, the Bible said, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every human being has a gulf between them and a relationship with God. From creation to the culmination of all things, when God says, I'm finished with humanity's work, when he comes to the end, his plan will be the same as it was from the very beginning. Relationship. Relationship. Amen. James said, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Relationship. There are those that have mistaken the kingdom of God for being a religion. It is not a religion. It is a relationship. You don't go to church because of religion. You go to church because you, you want a relationship with him. Amen. We don't pray because it is a rote or it is a, a, a sacrament that we do repetitively. Amen. We don't pray and, and pull beads because of saying something over and over again. But it is a relationship. Amen. It comes from a heart. It comes from the inside. And when Adam and Eve fell, he broke that connection and he lost. He was separated because the Lord come in and he said, Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? Amen. I wonder how many times the Lord walks through the, 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 the realm of man and begins to say, Paul, where are you? Bill, where are you? Sarah, where are you? Amen. Where are you? Amen. How many times does he call the name that is in this basket, that is in this bowl, and says, where are you? Where are you? Amen. Because he came to seek and to save that which was lost. But sin separates us like a great cavern. And he is so holy, he cannot come to us in that sinful state without a rescue, without an operation, a change. Amen. Sin is that separator, the breach. Sin caused Adam and Eve to be a no-show when the appointed time came for them to meet God. Sin brought a, a death, a state of separation, if you please. A physical death, yes, but really it was spiritual death that dis disconnected them from the presence of God. Sin dislocated Adam and Eve from the glory of the Lord. Sin severs favor with God. Favor is access. I'm not talking about necessarily lying, cheating, stealing, and cussing and carousing. I'm not necessarily talking about adultery, fornication, gossiping, murder, and drugs, and all that kind of stuff. That's the effects of sin. That is the effects. That is the symptoms of sin. But I'm talking about a heart that says, 
I am now my God. I am the ruler. My word is, is the right word. I'm not going to trust God anymore. I'm not going to listen to what he says. And it brings the effects of sin. But it is those effects that accumulate a distance between us and God. It is our jealousy that God says, I can't get to you because of the jealousy. I can't get to you because of the smoking and the gambling and the drugs and, and the murder. I can't get to you because of those sins. But what I can do is that I've got something that'll bore through them. I've got something that'll eradicate them. I can drill down to where you are. I can come to where you are. I've got what it takes. It's called the blood. It is the blood that will cause us to be rescued. Scripture says those that were far off are now made nigh by the blood. Woo! In a moment. All my carousing, all my issues, every gossip, every sin that I've done, every bad attitude, in a moment, he reaches out and pulls me back into relationship. In a moment, because of the blood of Jesus, he don't just throw me a lifeline, he becomes my life. He becomes my life. He becomes my life. Sin separates. But the blood of Jesus reunites. Again in Ephesians, he said, For he is our peace. Verse 14. For he is our peace, who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, abolishing in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances. Then he said in verse 16, That he might reconcile that he might reconcile this is a word that is connected to accounting amen but I want to tell you that it, it is a word that means to bring us back into favor with God to bring us back into favor in, with God that he might bring us back into favor with him by the cross and then verse 17 says, And came and preached peace to you that were far off, and to them that were nigh, speaking to the Gentiles and the Jews. For through him, that is Jesus, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Amen. What used to separate me was like the boys in the, in the, in the cave. They could not get to where they needed to be and, and the others couldn't get to them. Oh, but he said, I will come. Jesus came so that we might have access. That's why tomorrow when those of you kneel down to pray and you begin to pray for Sister Jessica to be healed, in the name of Jesus, you don't have to go around a bunch of mumble jumble. You don't have to say some things or cross your, your chest. Amen. You have been given access by the blood of Jesus. When you begin to pray and talk to the Lord about your family and your situation, it's not because you know the right words. It's not because you are uh, an apostolic of a third or fourth or fifth generation. It is because of the blood of Jesus. It is the rescue. That brings us together and gives us access. Access. Hallelujah. Not my goodness. 
not my piety, not by, because of I knowing what word to say or because I'm a preacher, amen, not because of that, but because of the work of Jesus Christ. Access, I have it. Paul said, in whom we have boldness, in Ephesians 3 and 12, boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. We have boldness and access with confidence. Hallelujah. Jesus said in John 14 and 6, I am the way. I am the light, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. What is he saying? I am your access. I am your access. That's why we pray in the name of Jesus. Uh, he's our access to heaven. Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, you are going, going directly to the Father and the throne room of glory because my name unlocks it. It is your relationship rescue. When you don't know what to say, when you don't know what to pray, just say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I claim it in the name of Jesus. You are my way to the Father. You are the truth to the Father. You are the life of the Father. Amen. And I'm going to go to heaven because of that access. Romans chapter 11 and verse 36 says of that access for of him, speaking of Jesus, for of him and through him and to him are all things. For of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. Somebody say he's the origin. He, it is of him. That is a primary preposition denoting origin or the point from which an action or emotion proceeds. So out of him means that everything comes of him. He is the origin. He is the source. Hallelujah. If you need anything today, you're going to go to him because of him, for of him are all things. Hallelujah. Then we find that through him, that is a primary preposition denoting the channel of action. He then is not only the origin, he is the agent by which it flows. He is not just the origin of my, my answer and my rescue. He's the agent of my rescue. He didn't send an angel. He came and robed himself in flesh for me. Amen. It is of him and it is through him. And the exciting thing is it's back to him. It's of him. It's through him, and it's back to him. Say it with me. With me, it is of him, it is through him, and it's back to him. Hallelujah. Whatever he does in my life, it's of him, it's through him, and it's back to him. Any good that I am, it is of him, it's through him, and it's back to him. If I help anybody, it is of him. And I'm preaching to you tonight about a relationship rescue, that it comes from him. He is my access point. He is my rescuer. Hallelujah. If it had been for Jesus, where would I be? Salvation begins with Jesus. Salvation flows through Jesus and salvation will lead us back to Jesus. That's it. That's it. That's it. 
Nothing else really matters. Everything else is academic. Amen. I'm born and then I'm born again. Amen. And then new life comes and then I see him again. Amen. It came from him. If you've got healing, if you've ever been healed. Hallelujah. It came of him. It came through him. And the glory goes back to him. Hallelujah. Jesus, I love you tonight. I love you tonight, Lord. You're my relationship rescuer. If it hadn't been for him, where would I be? Jesus is the access point and the object of relationship. He's not just the access point. He is who I want to have relationship. He is the, the, the very person of God he's the fullness of God bodily Jesus Jesus salvation begins with Jesus it flows through Jesus and he's the ultimate goal to bring us to him Colossians 1 19 for it pleased the father that in him should all fullness dwell and having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him. I say whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works. Yet now hath he reconciled. Now you understand reconciling your checkbook makes sure things balance out. But that word means so much deeper than that. It means return to favor. Say that with me. Return to favor. Sin puts me out of favor with God. I said sin puts me out of relationship with God. But he came that he might rescue me and reconcile me back to him and bring me back into favor. Not my good works. Not my good looks. You know what? I didn't get enough amens on that. Maybe I need to say Brother Dylan's good looks. No. Not my good works. Not my good looks. Not my name. No, no, no. He reconciled me. All right. Let's go a little bit further. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians 5 and 18. Hallelujah. Praise God. Been preaching for a few minutes, but I feel my help in the Holy Ghost tonight. 2 Corinthians 5 and 18. And all things are of God. Hmm. So if all things are of Jesus, well, you figure it out. For all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, 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 when this hits you, I hope that you'll just shout a little bit with me. So not only did he reconcile me and put me back in favor with all my little issues and all my problems, amen, and my ups and downs and imperfections, he reconciled me, but then he said, I want to give unto you the ministry.
ministry of reconciliation. You are going to be agents on the earth. You are going to be my ambassadors. You are going to be my extensions. You are going to be my envoy. You are going to be my assistants. Amen. And you are going to have the ministry of reconciliation. I'm going to use you as agents to help people get back in favor with me. Amen. He didn't just save me so I can shout and run the aisles and hoop and holler, but he saved me to help others be reconciled, be reconciled, be reconciled back to the Lord. Can you lift your voice and praise to our God? Let's read on 2 Corinthians 5. 18 said he given us the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 19, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. And then he said, and he hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. There is healing in your mouth. Right now, there is a word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God, for he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. When the word reconciliation it is employed, it is understood that somewhere in the past there was a separation, there was a quarrel, there was a disagreement, there was an estrangement, there was some place that a person, amen, I want to tell you, that person you see that's got three shades of hair, three different colors of hair, and they're all wrapped up in their world and you look at them and they're cussing and they're swearing. I want to tell you what you see is a, is a group of boys are, uh, that are separated from God. They, 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 they Somewhere sin has got a hold of them. I can either say, look how bad they are. Look how awful they are. Look how ugly they are. Or I can look at them and say, oh God, they are out of favor with you. Let me say a word that will help bring their relationship back to rescue. Let me throw them a lifeline. Let me be kind. Mr. Strong says this word literally means, reconciliation means to return to favor with. To return to favor with. Reconciled. I'm out of favor with God. I need a relationship rescue. But he then says, I didn't just save you so you can pat your feet and clap your hands and lift your voice and shout and hoop and holler. I saved you so that you could have the ministry of reconciliation. How many people you invited to the house of the Lord this week? How many people have you talked to about Jesus this week? How many people have you told them, I want you to know God loves you? How many people did you stop and pray with today? Amen. Or this week. How many, how many, how many folks did, did it 
strike you like, oh God, somehow i got to save them. Amen. We, we, we talk about great rescues and we could talk about the men of, of Chile and the coal mine and we could talk about little Jessica, but there are folks today that are stifled by, by the spirit of Python. They're stifled by the spirit of abuse. They're stifled. Their life is, is being snuffed out and, and sometimes it seems like there's a great gulf between us, but oh, I want to tell you, it's not my power, but God wants to use my mouth. God wants to use my hands. He wants to use my attitude. He wants to use my heart. And some of you have come a long ways. You've come a long ways. Come a long ways. But it's because somebody had the ministry of reconciliation to reach out to you. Didn't throw you aside. Didn't kick you to the curb because you weren't perfect. Or because you didn't know apostolic church language. Or because you didn't know the culture. Amen. But didn't kick you to the side. But continue to say, I want you to know I love you. I know you may not be perfect. I'm not perfect. Amen. But I know the reconciler. I know the reconciler. Can I point you to Jesus today? Can I tell you today? I know you. Oh, you're just a preacher's kid. No, I was a lost young man without God. In a real sense, God doesn't move unless we move. We give him access to our life, but we also give him access in our world. I think every day when you go on the job, there ought to be something in this that says, God, use me in the ministry of reconciliation today. Let me be an ambassador for you. Let my words somehow bring somebody back in favor with you. We have been rescued to become rescuers. You know, there's some people, I look at men in our church. How many of you on the volunteer fire department? Can I see a hand? Raise your hand. You're on the volunteer fire department. Amen. Let's, let's give them all a great big hand. Thank you. Because nature says run out of that building. But the heart of a fireman says run into that building. Brother Keith, I don't get that. I just don't understand that. I'll bring water. I'll spray water. But there's something inside the DNA of a fireman, of a rescue worker, that says I'm going to claw, I'll do whatever I can to find them. They unburied clumps and clumps of dirt to look for survivors of, of 2011 or 2001 when, when 9-11, when it happened. There were, there were those that just, just you, they, they throw themselves into it. Amen. How many remember where the Lord brought you from? Do you remember where the Lord brought you from? Do you remember what he brought you out of? Do you remember the life that, that he brought you out of? Amen. Praise God. I'm so thankful. But Lord, don't let me forget that my relationship was rescued so I can rescue others. So I can rescue others. Romans 10 says in verse 13, for whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they've not believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? What is the preacher? It's the ministry of reconciliation. How shall they preach except he be sent? Amen. 
Satan is seeking to tear every life apart in this world. Keeping people separated from God has been his goal and plan from the very beginning. Jesus came as the ultimate rescuer. And then he has given to us the ministry, the word of reconciliation. You say, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. And pray and say, God, you said you've given me the word of reconciliation. Put it in my mind. Put it in my thoughts. Let me be used by you. Let me be empowered by you. Acts 1 and 8, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses, rescuers, rescuers unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and the uttermost part of the earth. Today, you're not just called to be a church pew sitter. You're an ambassador. Ambassador goes out into other places. You're an ambassador on your job. You're an ambassador at school. You're an ambassador in your community. We are called to be delegates of truth, to live truthfully, to live honestly, to live humbly, to live in such a way that even in a small town, if people say your name, even in a small town, if people say your name, they know the character that goes with it. A messenger of righteousness, that's who we are. Commissioners of the cross. We are sent with power and with a message, a word of reconciliation. You are rescued to be a rescuer. You have been saved to save others. You have been reached to reach others. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. Stand with me, please. I can't help but believe the darker the night, the more powerful a light can be. Even the smallest of light. My dad said he drove a truck in World War II and they would drive with open canopies so they can see what's happening in the sky. And he said they, they, they said no lights. They had to drive without lights. Even a cigarette could not be smoked at night because up in the air, even in that day, they would see from a long ways the light of a cigarette. I want to tell you today, in the darkness that we're in right now, our country is in gross darkness. If you don't believe me, just look at the news. Just look at the news. We're messed up. Darkness everywhere. God wants us to just turn up the light. Your little light can make a big difference in a dark world. Be real. Be a Christian. Be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the character of Christ and watch the light do the work. This is your ministry of reconciliation. Amen. Are you thankful to be rescued tonight? 
Are you thankful that the Lord brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light? Would you lift your voice and begin to praise him for that? Would you thank the Lord for how he, he brought you from the depths of sin and despair and continues to save you, continues to work in your life? Are you thankful for that? Amen. Imperfect as I am, I'm thankful for that. Thank you, Lord, for rescuing me. Why don't you praise him for rescuing you, bringing you out of the, out of the depths of sin tonight? Rescue. Lord, I thank you, Father, for it. But Lord, you didn't just save me to put me on cloud nine where I could just live on Holy Ghost experience for the rest of my life. But Lord, you saved me to save others. Let me be, Lord, a rescuer. Let me be one of those that runs into the fire, not from the fire. Lord, let me be one of those that runs into the issue to try to help and save, not one that runs from it. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, you give us power. Is there anybody here today that just wants to come to this altar and begin to call upon the Lord and say, Oh God, first of all, thank you for rescuing me. Lord, now I will take on the challenge. I'll take on the challenge of being a rescuer myself. Hallelujah. Would you come to the altar tonight? Amen. And just take some time. Amen. And tell the Lord, thank you for saving me. Now let me save others. Lord, thank you, Lord, for bringing me back in harmony. Lord Jesus, with, with the kingdom of God, bringing me back in harmony with the presence of the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. Set